Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Many times on this program, we've talked about tipping. Now, recently I was reading an article where a Vancouverite was served by a robot. Now, that does happen. We've had labor challenges and, and some um, uh, businesses are, hire, are using robots. Uh, they bring you the food. Now, you take that food and you eat and whatever. But in this case, uh, this report I was reading, the customer was asked or expected by the owner of the, of the eatery here to tip after the meal. Tipping a robot. Just think about that for a moment. And now it's a human being has to take the order, but it is delivered by the robot. So I don't even know what you would tip a robot. Uh, maybe you do. I don't know. But it's a weather reminder. You know, you're expected to tip even though there wasn't the human service, certainly not the interaction. Yes, somebody took your order initially, but they're gone and the food is delivered by a robot. What do you tip when a robot comes by? Now, many people feel tipping has gone too far. Think about it. You go into a coffee shop, you order a coffee. Next thing you know, they turn those new uh, cashier machines in your direction. Uh, here's the cost. You're supposed to tap your credit card. And with it, of course, they're asking for 18, 20, 25% tip on your purchase. And it really gets people riled up. And certainly we've heard, heard a lot about that. Not only are you expected to tip, but it's a wide range of products you're supposed to tip on now as well that I think is a lot of folks um, not that happy with uh, w- w- in the direction that tipping has gone. Well, the co-owner of Folk Restaurant, a vegan eatery that opened over the summer, says they chose to take a non-traditional route when it comes to tipping. Uh, Priscilla Dio is the co-owner of Folk Restaurant, which is located on West Broadway. Priscilla, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So walk me through, uh, what was the decision you made when you opened up your eatery in in, in regards to tipping? I mean, both me and Colin, who's the other owner of Folk, we both just, we've worked in the industry for years, and we just had this thought where we didn't love tip culture anymore. It comes with a lot of toxic notions as well. And we really wanted our restaurant to be just a great working environment and a really collaborative one. And so we thought it would be best if we just paid everyone a standard salary across the board and eliminated tipping altogether. In our opinion, it's one of those things where it really should be, us as business owners, it's our responsibility to pay our staff all and take care of them. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be up to the guests at the end of the day to decide how much our staff gets to take home. And has it worked so far for you? Have, has there, have there been any challenges? Honestly, we run into no challenges. I think the biggest challenge we have is that we provide a really great service. It's really genuine because we're not working for tips. Everyone who's here just really wants to be here. And so people really want to leave us a tip at the end of the day. And we're like, oh, no, like we don't accept them. So that's like the only challenge is having to explain why we don't accept them all the time. So even if somebody wanted to tip, you are mm-hmm. telling them, no, we don't accept it. Yeah, we don't have the option on our pin pad terminals. And sometimes they'll try to be sneaky and like leave us a cash tip, but we always return it and just say, thank you so much. We really appreciate the offer, but we don't accept tips. Uh, may I ex- uh, ask, just based on percentage, how much you think you pay more than many service industry restaurants pay uh, in your mind? Definitely probably above 50%. <laughs> more? Yeah. I see. So it, it's a significant increase compared to what most people are uh, that did that work for tips? Yes. 
and you're still able to make a living because we, what the public are always told that margins are tight, mm. restaurant margins are always tight, the service industry, the margins are tight, and tipping is part of that culture. You're telling me that you can pay a lot more than what a lot of uh, restaurants uh, and eateries charge, uh, and you can still make a profit? I mean, it's tight, but we're able to do well. How many employees do you have? Um, including the two owners, there's eight of us all together. Eight, eight of you. And uh, do you ever see yourself expanding one day, or are you just happy with what you have so far? <laughs> of course, the goal is to be able to hire on more staff and be able to do more, like open for lunch and do like a brunch service. But for right now, because we're so new, we only open in June. What we have right now is really, really great. Do you think, uh, and certainly, you know, I'm not talking about restaurants specifically, but, you know, even coffee shops where, you know, you, you quickly order a coffee and they turn the, the, the cash register in your direction and you're expected to 18, 20, 25 percent. I'm not against tipping, folks. Um, but do you think tipping culture has got out of hand? Um, like, that's a hard one for me because I was a barista for years mm-hmm. and I worked at Starbucks. And so we did get tips, but we didn't have the option, like, on our pin pads or anything to tip. But I do agree, like, there's times where I'm prompted for a tip, and I was like, I don't even, I don't know what happened. Like, I went to the cooler, I grabbed my own beer, I brought it up to the cash register and paid for it. Um, And so there are circumstances where I don't agree with tipping culture at all. Yeah, and and that's where I'm coming from, because the specific Mm -hmm. example I gave you, uh, we've had callers come in and say, look, I just picked up a coffee, and it it wasn't much effort there, and I I didn't feel I should be, uh, you know, the machine looking at me going, here's an 18, demanding an 18% or 20% or Mm -hmm. 25% tip. Um, In regards to what you're doing, do you see other businesses choosing your type of business model, or is that still going to be few and far between? I mean, when we came up with anything, we just wanted to treat hospitality as a career because it's so important to us. Um, and yeah, so we just really want to treat it as a career and pay it appropriately as a career. I feel that for like service industry restaurants that are already established, it would be a really hard thing to switch into yeah. just because they've already got a business model and they already have staff who are used to doing things a certain way. Um, we had the advantage of being new and just starting out. We didn't know any different. Mm-hmm. And Pr- so... Priscilla, thank you so much for your time. All the best to you as well. And uh, once again, that's a folk restaurant that's located on West Broadway. Thank you so much. Thank you.